welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. Trying to earn our PG-13 rating again. <laughs> this is Pottercast. Welcome, Pottercast 139. This is Melissa. I'm here again with John and Sue and we have a wonderful show lined up for you yet again. Yay. Sue, before we go further, how come, how, how come, why don't you tell us about our sponsor this week? This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Get a free audio download of your choice when you sign up today. Log on to Audible.com slash Pottercast today for details. All right, so we're here at Pottercast 139. We're in the middle of winter. Yeah. Struggling to get out of it. With <sighs> gold so everywhere. It's horrible. It's horrible here in Michigan. Snow after snow after snow. I can't even yeah. stand it. I it's actually had to too. wear a sweatshirt today. It was <gasps> down to the high 60s. Uh, dear, dear, dear Lord, John. Suffering. What will you do? You poor child. It's terrible. I was sweating on the way home. Okay, so as you know, little public, public service announcement. Mm-hmm. Last okay. week, we sort of have a little fun with some <laughs> adult on. words that won't be happening again. Oh. We've got a buzzer attached to John. As soon as he says it, we're going to shock him. It's ch- we'll lose come subscribers on. now. They'll come to expect it and I'll be like, you know what? That sells shows. You know, we're selling these. You know, if we build an audience on that, we are a whole different type of show. I've heard that, John. That rumor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll be good. There's actually a secret X-rated podcast, a Pottercast, <sighs> you can only access by, um, you know, clicking around Leaky a few hundred times. You know, that's what the password should be for. You should be able to, to, to search for that word on iTunes and get a special audio clip with the password. That'd be awesome. That would be sweet. Let's do it. It'd be so fun. And like, you're not allowed to listen to the show until you know the password. Mm. No, no, no. I don't know <laughs> if you, that. people people couldn't be arsed. But I'm talking about extra content. Oh, sure. Extra content. Yeah. Because we have so much time to produce that. Definitely. Let's get right on that. Okay. Sue, what's happening in the the wacky world of Potter this week? Well, it's kind of slow, but we do actually do have two pieces of kind of film-related news. One relates to Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince when there's (gasps) no phlegm. No phlegm. No phlegm. You mean like Fleur Delacour? Yes, Fleur Clemence Posey has given a new interview Four. to MTV and says she is not going to be in the sixth No, this is just such a bummer. It's just like, we're not going to cast Bill or Charlie, so we're not going to bother bringing back Florida LaCour. We're not going to have a wedding. We're not going to have Bill being chomped by the werewolf man. Well, they have to. They, they've never shown us Bill. so They're not going to introduce it to him as now. Well, if they do seven as two movies, they have time. Yeah. I mean, like, how's that going to work, though? Because it's going to be like, you know, here we are at, at the borough, and then like these two random old kids come in with red hair. <laughs> well, how are they Harry, gonna... Harry's all like, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah, best that's exactly buddies. what's going to happen. And we're all like, who the heck? How does Harry know these random people? Harry's going to go, this? hey, Bill. That's exactly what's going to happen. And then Bill turns to the camera and be like, hey, 
I'm the oldest Weasley. <laughs> and then turns back to the action. On the side narration. Yeah. No, I mean, the only mention is yeah. we've seen of him, right? He's been, he was like mentioned on the clock, right? They showed this shot of the Weasley's clock and like what? Yeah, mm, and the newspaper. And then the newspaper when they waved from Egypt. So that was it. But that's it. Yeah, those could well, have been like tour guides for all the audience knows. Well, again, I mean, how are they going to introduce that that Percy has had a falling out with the family? They don't. They don't. They, they don't, don't need to it. put that in. Well, yes, they do. I know, of course they do. But oh my god, you give me a heart attack right I there. I know, but mm, I I don't know how important they'll find it. Yeah, shush. It's not like Percy came back, you know, in the heat of battle and did something heroic. All right, so... Well, you were mentioned, um, you know, Deathly Hallows, how would this, you know, affect if they do two movies? We did hear a new interview from the producers who are kind of like the ones that are making the decision. Um, David Heyman mm-hmm. and David Barron gave an interview to an Australian paper, and they said they're still considering the two-movie thing. I thought that was... The writer's strike's over. Not yes, good. it is. So there Clubbers you go. Well, this is hard at work. They're probably considering probably means that they couldn't do the contract negotiations with Clovis before and now they can. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, because you can't they weren't allowed to speak to him about right. business while the writer strike was going on. Mm. So, now that they can, you can you can finalize these details if it's if it's happening. Yeah. But and let's face it, if it was an out, if it was an out there rumor, we would have had it debunked by now. It's yeah. Clearly yeah. really being considered. Well, I was Which is I was pretty sweet. Yeah, it would be really sweet, especially considering what David Barron says. He said the only negative of splitting the book into two films is that people could possibly perceive it as being the one last chance of cashing in. But the real positive if we were to do that would be that we would have we would that we wouldn't have quite the battle we'd always have. How do you compress all of that, you know, that same battle? It would be brilliant yeah, not really. to have to cut anything. Think about that. that would be I still brilliant. think they need to cut things. I still think there are going to be things you need to cut. And doing doing a literal translation as proved with the first movie isn't always the best. But they have the room to make it what it needs to become, which is so fantastic. Right. You know? We should make like a huge Pottercast poll. That has like, you know, 30 plot points from Deathly Hollows, and have everybody pick what they think are the 10 most important. And then we can figure out from that which uh, which ones people just choose are to be the, the least important. I hate when you have ideas like this. Why? Because a- we have to do them. Yeah. <laughs> that so you mean Alex should hate when I have ideas like yeah. this? Yes, Alex should hate it, but me as well. Oh, okay. Oh, I think the accent is a good idea because I mean that has been bandered ever since this rumor first started. I mean, you know, I know in my own head I came up with things like, you know, where would they split it? You know, would it be after they went to go see, you know, um, blank the guy with his hat? What's his name? The guy with the hat. Lovegood. Yeah, Zinophilius Lovegood. Yes. Him. I thought yeah. that would be the good splitting point. I couldn't. Well, the yeah, halfway so, part too. in the book is the silver dough. Well, I think it would be after the silver dough they should do it because yeah. it, 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 it. I was talking about this with Cheryl actually. Yeah. We were discussing what we thought, and she was saying that it's such a good ending because it's like a, it's like a, it's like there's been action. Mm-hmm. The you know the, the the Horcrux and everything, and there's there's been a climax, and then you can start the next movie with you know yeah. the, the right kind of slower Ron stuff. And, right after Ron and Hermione have their climax. John, what? No, they, yeah, Ron comes back, and it's a big deal. Oh my god! I I knew where your little mind was trolling in the gutter. I just <laughs> knew. What are you talking I about? I know you. I it's know a film you. Term. You are not starting to do this to this show. You're not doing this every week. <laughs> I will kill you. 
<laughs> Every week you're going to bring this to the worst level possible. Yes, he Never. is. Oh, yes. You, you are. You deserve so, on, a, on, a, on a shock jock, to be on a shock jock radio show. Never. But, you know, I mean, okay. if they could make two, like he said, like he said in the, in the quote, if they could make two proper standalone films, which I mean, they, yeah. I mean, the whole battle, we've talked about this before, that whole battle sequence alone at the end. I mean, you could do a whole, if you want to do it just like a Return of the King. You know, the, ba- the Battle of Pelnor Fields. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could s- certainly yeah. do that with Battle of Hogwarts for a whole hour, man. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Totally. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, I'm sorry. Be good. It, no, I... <laughs> I heard uh, Clovis was um, considering ways to expand the battle oh, no. <laughs> to make it, you know, even larger. And they're going to... Uh-huh. At, at some point, they, they decide to, uh, in order to combat the giants... They use these catapults, and um, they lodge um, p- parts of the castle at the giants, and then at some point they run out of parts of the castle, so they start hurling house elves crouched up like little that. cannonballs. <laughs> go flying so, at, the, at the giants and so. just use their sheer body weight to uh, uh-huh. delay the giants. Yeah, it doesn't okay. not very effective. They're quite small creatures by comparison. And you know what? John. Just like in the battle, like was that Troy? And you know, and then it would come out like that one of them, and all the house elves would be hidden in one of those catapult things, those machines. They will bust <laughs> out, and they will come charging after you because you'll be there as one of the little Slytherins. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna get you. And I. What would- if like? <laughs> what if? What if all of the house elves could like join together like a transformer, <laughs> and like morph into this huge giant elf-looking thing? Kind of like, like have you seen that have you seen that commercial for uh like uh like Coors Light or something where like all the people yes. more join together to form this giant walking human creature thing? It'd be like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, only be the Stay Puff yeah. Giant House Elf. That'd be a awesome. bunch of house elves. The Stay Puffed Giant House Elf. Yes. yes. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would that would work. And I don't think people would find that <laughs> random in the slider. <laughs> oh, well, I'm all for Ghostbusters references. I'll, I must I'll have, tell you. <laughs> you must have skipped those ten pages in Deathly Hallows where they described it in detail. Okay, were you? There is no Voldy, only Zul. Okay, so can't have to breathe. So other news this week, we announced, we talked about this at the end of last week's show, but we also announced LeakyCon 2009. Do do, we actually. What's that all about? We we recorded it as part of the show, and because we thought that the announcement would be made, and then we realized that the show was ready to go up last week, and the LeakyCon announcement wasn't made. We were like, oh, and so that's why the show was so late last week. So we apologize. Um, but LeakyCon 2009 is the first ever conference from the Leaky Cauldron. It is going to be in Boston in the end of May, to mm. May 21st to 24th. It's at the Boston Park Plaza, which is a gorgeous hotel with a castle. We're going to be having. Uh, a ball at the castle there's so, oh there are so many activities that these girls are planning i decided it's, i want something oh no what do you want john i want a giant cauldron ice sculpture that you can pour um potions slash beverages into the top and it leaks out the bottom into your glass out of the crack in the cauldron and this is my call to anybody who has any particular skill and carving ice if that would be you, so cool Come to LeakyCon. Um, We've seen something like that before, haven't we? Yeah. I remember at, at, at the Webby's, they had something like that. 
they had a giant sculpture of a webby, which is like a, a, a slinky kind of spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they carved the, a, a tunnel out of the spiral yeah. and they threw your drink down the spiral and it was so icy cold when it came out and landed in your glass. It was amazing. Absolutely. It was so it's, cool. It's that kind of liquid that can get colder than normal freezing temperature yeah. and uh, stay a liquid. I've been on a yeah. couple cruises and I've seen amazing ice sculptures on the cruises, you know, because all you do is, oh, you know. So. so cool. That would be really kind of fun, actually. Well, I've got, yeah, I've let's got see a if pretty it's in the budget. cool idea. I got a pretty so, cool idea for uh, an Ace of Cakes cauldron cake as well. But uh, see, this is a charity event, people. <laughs> we are. I want excessive things. Yeah, I'm aware Shock. of that, but I don't Why think that not? we're going to raise a lot of money for the Book Aid International or the Harry Potter Alliance if we <laughs> they start all, doing. have plenty, but we need to have big, elaborate food. I, yeah, I know. I mean, you're, where are your priorities, you guys? Look, look, we have lots more information on LeakyCon coming. Um, registration will open in a couple of months, we'll, or maybe even sooner. Uh, we'll, we will have information on our hotel rate. Don't book your hotel rate yet, because we have a block of rooms mm-hmm. that will be opened sweet. fairly soon, and we do have the cheapest rate that you can get at that hotel. Um, can I, are there any book suites? It now, what? Are there any suites in this I'm hotel? Sure there are, I'm sure there are. With the attached coffee? Can can we address something serious? Because ignoring when he's going to go next. Um, Thank you. Yes. Um, this this is being held over Memorial Day weekend, and then there's a lot. I've heard. I got a lot of emails and people comments for saying yeah. that you can't because the school's going on. This is a holiday weekend in mm-hmm. the United States, so please, if you can come, yeah. it is a holiday week. It was taken into consideration. And, yeah. you know, if you can't go for all three of them, look, come to one or two of two days. You know, a couple days you can get there. Yeah. You know. Look, we 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 really agonized over the date. Mm-hmm. Really, really agonized. And at the time that we had to get our date finalized, there uh, Sectus two thousand and nine was happening in England, and so we wanted to stay away from that. We originally wanted to do it in June, uh, but then Sectus announced their conference, and so we uh, backed up ours to get away. You know, to to give to give them like a, a courtesy space and. That conference has now been canceled, so we regret not being able to move it back to June, but we just can't um, mm-hmm. because there's been contracts and they've been signed and that's it. So we really apologize. It is a weekend. We know that it's U.S. based because U.S. bias because it's Memorial Day weekend, but it was the only option as opposed to late August, which is when even the U.S. kids are college kids are back in school. So we really had to do it. Yeah. Um, just think of it like Phoenix Rising. Last year, Phoenix Rising was a huge amount of fun and it was it was over Memorial Day weekend. So it's true. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's going to be amazing. We're going to have Wizard Rock. We're going to have um, f- basically all conferences so far have been educational based, and we are we are more char- we are charity based. We will still have the educational stuff. We will still have panels, but we're going to have a lot more uh, fun activities, and you'll see that unfold as the weeks go. Are going to be face painting? Yes, John. Face painting. Will somebody paint uh, paint uh, Crookshank's face on me? The whiskers. You want to look like the chick or like a cat, like from Cats musical? Well, not every night, but you know. Why? I think I have to have a Crookshank's night just to get in the spirit of things. Are you gonna sing then? Midnight. What, what does Crookshank sing? I I don't know. Must have missed that chapter. You know, like that. speaking of, the- <laughs> do that again, Melly. I can impersonate a cat wailing. Hey, you're getting good lessons from the mooch. Yes, I am. Oh right. <laughs> so random. Talking okay. about your cat anyway, all the time. God. Anyway, yeah, no, good. 
it's always you who brings it up though but um God. podcast it's not just podcast we've invited um at least one other podcast and we will have more information Guess which on that one? well as we'll have more information on that as as subtle. as things unfold it, yeah subtle <laughs> um really it's going to be such an amazing event and we're just we're so it was the natural extension when we were at prophecy last year our art staff just turned around and said you know we want to do one of these we want we want to throw we want to have a party we want to celebrate what it's been like to be a harry potter fan all this time and i said yeah let's let's do it so basically this is totally run by mj and stephanie from from our, our crew who have now led another band of leaky staff members into 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 the process it's like a total it's like a side division i have nothing to do with it um we have very little to do with it but they are doing amazing work and it's going to be great awesome awesome can't wait okay okay i have one more piece of news before we go um more news well well, i just want to say congratulations to jim dale he won a grammy award for his deathly hallows audiobook congratulations second win and he rocks i think for grammy i think he won for goblet of fire pretty sure but that rocks so you know way to go mr dale in the house you know i was kind of you know barack obama and jim dale both women i thought that was pretty cool yeah barack obama won a grammy What did he win a Grammy for? For reading his book, and you know who he was against? Huh. Bill Clinton. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> okay, this is not a politics cast, so we're going to Okay, one more thing, John. John, your, your, your task down in Florida. Now the castle, the construction is on the castle at Hogwarts. At the I know. I was almost in Orlando this weekend, but it didn't happen. Yes. I'm sure we have other listeners in Orlando. Yes, yeah, so. Go with your cameras and your helicopters. Come on. I know. Come Everybody on, people. Everybody owns a helicopter. Well, you know, yeah. but it's going up now. I mean, there was like vertical, yeah. you know, things. I was like, Phew. Well, if you go on the, apparently if you go on the Ferris wheel, yeah. the top of the Ferris wheel is a perfect view Ooh. of Islands of Adventure. So there's a, there's some sort of Ferris wheel or a ride or something that puts you up really high. Well, there's the, the little unicorn roller coaster thingamajigger that's nearby, I recall. It's a unicorn? Bring your camera, send us pictures. Let's go. Yeah, I want pictures. Oh my God. Yay. Send them to. Where, where should they send them? Staff at pottercast.com. Do that. Yeah. Easiest to say. All right. All right. Cool. Done. I'm done. So we're good to party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get going, people. We left off uh, after the Snooky, 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 Smoochie, Smoochie. Snooky, Snooky. Snoggity. Smoochie, Snooky, Snoggity, Smoochie, Smooch scene. Yeah. And now we go straight to Harry's dream of attacking Arthur Weasley. Which I find incredibly interesting. Really? He just has his first kiss. Right. With the girl he's had the crush on for however long. And what does he dream about? Well, it, what does he you, not dream about? Yeah, in the um, book, they kind of like trans, you know, kind of like he was having happy thoughts, and then it kind of transitioned into. That's the, true. I remember that. The now. The, the, the dreaded the door and and yeah. and and all yeah. of a sudden, and like, I just like the movie. I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's oh. the little bit of him that's Voldemort taking over the dream. Well, it's much. Yeah, it's much cold. It's much cooler to have a hand coming in the side of the screen. You know, that yeah. Voldemort creepy girl hand coming. Yeah. Coming in. You calling Voldemort then, girly handed? 
Well, well, it's not the most masculine of people on Earth. Let's be honest. I mean, he's got, you know, skin as fair as snow or whatever. Well, exactly. he's got that transparency. Those hands, they made him look really creepy with the veins and the long, yeah. gross, disgusting nails. And, you know, but. You know, who, you know who they made him look like? That guy in, uh, in New Moon. And, um. Which one? In Italy. What was his name? What movie? No, the, the book. book. Because they know what the guy looks like in the book. Which which one, John? Which the, vampire? The vampire in uh, in uh, when they go to Italy or whatever. And um, oh, the Volturi. Yeah, the Volturi, like the big there's bad guy like, who's described just like Voldemort. Like, okay, we're not going to start doing Twilight every week. Can I just tell you? Right. I have not there read is, that book yet. So I know. I, no so fair. Basically, Sue, there's like a gang of vampires that are like the vampire mob yeah. and like control the world vampires. And if you reveal the secret they'll come and they'll they'll rain and yeah. blood and mayhem on your parade so um is this like the lost like boys evil vampires kind of like the lost boys I, okay no i'm well there's like there's like e- there's like regular vampires who are evil there's good vampires who donate people and there's evil 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 oh. vampires. And i, I evil, found them more evil. interesting than any of the other vampires we know me too, mm, okay. me too. they were they were pretty darn cool <laughs> they're cool they're like they're like the sopranos of the they're like the bad a team <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> like all of the vampires with, that have extra powers, it's like they're all yeah. teamed up. Yeah, with with superpowers. Yeah, and with you know and, the, the one and, little girl vampire can like do Cruciatus curses with her mind. Yeah, basically, Which is she's sweet. like the and okay, can we can we? we, we right. It's a Harry Potter yeah. podcast. Okay, okay. I know it's okay. been Harry Potter for 139 weeks. Well, you know, though uh, you're all kind of on the right track because in this next scene, I was uncertain how they were going to film this. You know, and no. I thought the camera work on this was kind of interesting. You know, mm-hmm. Harry, and you see Arthur, and he, there's that kind of dramatic turn to the camera, and he has his, like, wand out, like he's, like, pointing, and all of a sudden, boom! Could he not have know. attempted a spell? Did no one teach him the, what's the one that Snape uses on the snake? Oh. Uh, yeah, but that was, that was a conjured <laughs> snake. A no, 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 snake. no, no, no. It, it works in any snake. There's not just a anti-conjured snake spell. This isn't any snake. This is snake with Voldemort Horcrux in it, okay? Well, you know, it would at least piss it off a little bit. Because that's what you want when a snake's attacking you, to piss it off more. Okay, well, then give give it some kind of spell. Even a hairy, stupid, expelliarmist thing. It wouldn't wouldn't work. Give it something. Take its fangs off. (laughs) (laughs) But But it's stealthy. It slid up and attacked him in the dark in the night, you know? And I mean, you know, I mean, I guess Arthur's, like, your own instincts would be like, oh, there's danger. And he turns, but at that second, you have this massive, evilly controlled weapon of destruction coming at you. I mean, there's probably not much you can do. Arthur's Weasley sons. Well, and so they truck Harry off to Dumbledore's office. McGonagall with her long gray braid just cracks me up. Yes. Yeah. And everybody, they're kind of like holding Harry and getting him to the office. And, yeah. and Dumbledore is just is just walking around like Harry's not there. He's talking to the portrait, mm-hmm. which is cool. That part was cool because I love it when in the book when Dumbledore is all like battle time, talking mm-hmm. to the troops on the wall. Like, yeah. You, over there, go to the hospital. You, go to Grimmauld Place. You, <gasps> bring me you know, a beer. They- they had, speaking of Grimmauld Place, they did have Phineas Nigellus. I was so excited yeah. by that. I wanted to have him. You know, I always thought like he would be like more snarky and more like, I don't know, not kind of the kind of, he looked like an Italian Renaissance painter, that thing. But I just was like <laughs> glad that at least they had Phineas, you know? Yeah. Little so touches. That, yeah. You know? I don't know. And I'll then Harry, Harry emos the hell out. He yeah, he does. Mm, look at me. Mm, 
This will make a great moment for the trailer. <laughs> and Dumbledore's are like, hmm, time to get snake in here. Yeah. So he can drag you by your hand down to the dungeon. Yeah, so, you know, Dumbledore's like, oh, look at him now because he's at his most emotional. So surely the connection <laughs> exactly. won't be strong at this time. Now it's safer. Yeah. Now it's fine. Why doesn't now he just get some here. shades? Dumbledore would look awesome in some shades, some cool enchanted like, sunglasses. Top, John. Like, like the hit, like the little, like he, they should be like dyed blue. You he know could pull it like off. This little purpley kind of, you know. He could pull off anything, especially Bifocals. knowing what we know about him now. Yeah. He could pull off any fashion <laughs> uh, accessory in the Wizarding world, including enchanted anti-Horcrux I, eye connection know, sunglasses. I'm not a gay man, but I take offense to the idea. That because he's gay, he suddenly knows oh, everything about fa- positive I know stereotyping. Plenty, it's terrible. I know plenty of gay men who need some help in the fashion department. Okay. Mm, I I don't. I think Dumbledore's on top of it. Yeah, I think he did have that purple, that fabulous purple suit on. So okay, but so, it's not because he's gay. You suppose he wore? I hate he, that. You suppose he had like a dozen of that same robe in his in his closet, or did he just gorgify it every evening? He's probably got several know. of them. I don't know. But I wish you'd get rid of that stupid beard tie. I just can't deal with that thing. That's <laughs> so stupid. It's like a little and, and do his nails. It's like I hair. mean, oh my God. Just trim yeah, them. The, the nails are pretty gross. He would, he, he would keep them clean, Dumbledore, for sure. See, it's not he, hard to groom yourself in the Wizarding World. No, it's not. not. But then again, it's not hard to groom yourself in the real world either. People just don't do it. Well, I mean, if I could, you know, roll out no. of bed uh-uh. and be like, shower fi. Nope. You know, that would be easy. It'd take people, five there seconds. are people who don't brush their teeth and that takes 30 seconds. It takes a minute. You know, like, yeah. come on. If you can be lazy as a muggle, you can be lazy as a wizard. Yeah. Can, can I say this seriously, though, about about that, this whole scene? Uh, no. I, as, as a parent, I just thought, and I get, you know, people saying, oh, Sue, you're not squeeful about this movie. I thought this scene was actually, the attack on Arthur was actually a lot more intense than I expected. And, and the way that it wasn't as violent as it was, and yet at the same time was a lot more intense. And I just thought that transition from the little happy snoggy scene to this was really, really pretty good. Even though it was, I mean, there was blood, but it wasn't as violent as I thought, but I just thought it was intense. Mm. And then that moment then when Harry is getting all emo with with Gambon, I thought that was actually pretty well played. I don't I, you know? See, I just could not imagine if she decided to kill Arthur at this point. Yeah. What an entirely different book this would be. Yeah. Yeah, Ron. Absolutely. So much of Ron's humor, and Ron's humor, you need that in this last book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just you need it. Just think about it. It's like, honest to God, guys, I would be, I'm, I would be more torn up about that death than about Sirius. Me too. I would too. In a heartbeat. Especially yeah. knowing how important this man is to all those people, all his family. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't kill anybody else in that book and expect us to care if you were to kill Arthur at that point. But in the terms of the in terms of the movie and the films, that if you were just looking, if you've never read the books, and you go along, here's this happy, friendly guy, you know, asking about rubber ducks and all this kind of thing, and then suddenly he's been attacked by this terrible snake. I just saw that from a, you know, in continuation of just the films itself, that was pretty intense. Yeah, I don't know, it was a pretty good scene. So, no, it was really, really, really um, graphic. It really was. Graphic. And I'm the just, blood and the this and the that. I know? mean, they could have made it worse, but I just thought, whoa. Because, like, the first time, the, the first two camera movements of the way they shot the camera, I don't know how they, they zoom in or whatever, how they do it, but it was just that. But then the, suddenly the blood came, and it was like, whoa. You know, here's this happy man, and he's this pretty grim. Oh, yeah. You know? 
Oh. No. All right. Well, more next week when we go to Occlumency, which is why we're we're shutting it off here. Yes. Because Occlumency is intense, and that's going to be quite the discussion. So turn in for the next. Turn up rather for yes. the next Phoenix Files. Woohoo! And we're back with the bit by bit. Everyone's favorite bit by bit. What are we bitting up this week? I'll tell you now. I'm singing Dream Some, Girls. Sorry. Something about chapter seven and a half. Where we seven meet. Seven three quarters. <laughs> where we meet a man again whose name is Rufus. Rufus. Who was the first character that was described to us on Joe's site back in the day when we heard of this man who looked nope. a bit like a lion or something. You know, I, I, of all the people to describe, Rufus Scrimger. I know. Yeah. <laughs> He's in like yeah, two scenes herring. in Netflix Prince. I know. I was expecting something a little more out of him, but here he is, and he's a shady bloke, and he comes over, and uh, Arthur warns us, and Remus leaves, and we're all confused. Wait, wait, wait and then, you going? What are you doing, John? You're skipping half the what we're supposed to talk about here. We are? What's before that? Well, Hagrid gives Harry a very special gift. Oh, that thing that I knew was it all along. Yes, yes. Yeah. Please talk about this because I, I have to admit, I was stunned that John Noe got this right. I remember the day that cover art came out. It's yeah. a pouch. I think it's a pouch. Okay, John, whatever. It was the first thing I thought yeah. of, too. And maybe, I swear. And maybe there's a snitch in it. I mean, John. Oh, my God. I, could, I still to this day, get? it was like. Uh, that's one of the one I'm most proud of. That and the Knights of Hogwarts. Knights of Hogwarts. Though the Knights of Hogwarts cool. actually had, the more I read the books again, clues. Yeah. About how they can come to life and stuff. But no, that pouch, I'm proud of the pouch. I mean. And it just pouch. looked like a pouch. I don't know. I just, I didn't look shiny in any way. Like it was jewelry or an ornamental object. So figured maybe it's a pouch. No, but the best were like, maybe it holds things like a snitch. Yeah, I mean, like a snitch. That's the part. I mean, it was just so like, and now you still get chills because it was like so, like you had the inner eye. I did good there, I guess. I'll pat myself twice. John's got lots of eyes. Okay, but I have a question though. I still, um, and I should know this, and I should look this up. But what exactly is moke skin? I mean, moleskin. 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 It's in the Fantastic Beats. Is it okay? It's gonna have a moke. (laughs) I mean, I I should have looked that up, but I just was like. Yeah, it's harvested it, it, from the skin of a moke. But it's like a magical properties, though, to it, right? It's just not like a regular, like, old, just, you know, pouch, like... It's actually pleather. endangered. Is it? It's a highly hunted after uh, magical beast slash creature. Well, I mean, obviously it has magical properties if he can stuff, like, the, the Marauder's Map and everything else that he packs up in there and carries all this now, stuff. Now, here's, here's something scary. What if you had one large enough to put yourself into? Who would be able to get you out? Only the owner can retrieve the objects inside the monkskin pouch. You could climb out. What? No, and you can't just climb out. Well, that's the a rule you just made up. Space and time are warped in there. Once you're in there, it's like you're in another. You're like in the Phantom Zone. But it's like you just like, made that up. It's like Genie in a Bottle, man. You ever watched Genie? Exactly. Genie. She could pop it's out a, at any time. She had her own little. No, she in needed there. to be rubbed. No. Don't give John a line like she could be rough. Okay. <laughs> I was setting myself up. Being so, I mean, I don't know. No, if you're, you just made that up that he couldn't get out himself. Yeah, you can get, the owner can open it. He can open we, it. We have no inside. documentation on, on large mokeskin pouches. So? 
So we don't know if So you're allowed to say Okay, that so please ergo, put, if you climb inside it, you, so you, you can't put get out. Freaking crookshanks in there. So you can. Can could she get out though? No, Harry would have to open it. It's well, his well, book skin. And no. What if the pouch only the owner of the pouch can open it. What if it was Crookshank's Mokeskin pouch? <laughs> then Crookshank could, could crawl it. out of it. She didn't say anything about you can leave your own pouch. She said you can remove things from your pouch. She says only the owner can get at what's inside it. Only the mm. owner can get whatever is in it out. And if you're in it, you can get out. Because you can get whatever is in it out. What if it like fell into the black lake? <sighs> I bet it then floats. Drown, John. But would the water be able to get in, or would you have to put the water in yourself? If there, maybe if it was open, the water would go. I just, maybe it's water repellent. How do you know? I think. I think next time I we get Joe on the, we're gonna get her on the show. And the next time we're gonna have her talk about mokeskin pouches for forty-five minutes. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, I'm sure everybody would be really excited about that, John. <laughs> everybody would love it. They would love it. I can speak for the fandom at large. Yeah, I bet you. Can. I am. I am every Potter fan. So oh, you don't want to start so, on that line of reasoning. It doesn't end well. <laughs> you are just so hysterical. So we uh, learned something else. that We had another secret was revealed immediately after the moat skin. Oh, yeah? And we had a, it wasn't a sex change, <laughs> but it was really... Don't say these words to John. Okay. It was really Norberta. She's just a little helpless, sweet little... Norberta. I mean, it's Norberta's a very progressive country over there. She had a little sex change, and now she's Norberta. <laughs> She I did mean, not have a change. They do, just know do you, now was, do you think she found acceptance amongst her peers <laughs> I immediately? I, I just, I, I wish, I wish I was there for the conversation with her parents. To be honest, well, I just always identified with the female dragons in the town. Oh, honey, we knew all along. Chin up. The dad sh- sitting there shuffling his feet awkwardly. Blowing smoke in the air. <laughs> Blowing fire rings in the air. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, Gerald? Come on. Smoke coming out of his nose. Yeah. Oh, so. dear. <laughs> Poor Norbert or Norberta. I mean, that's what Norberta. I thought. She's, she's had a sex change. I swear I thought that. No, not John Noe. I actually thought that when I was like, what? Think about this. What is one of the hardest substances to, you know, to cut through? <laughs> So what what takes multiple wizard spells to penetrate the skin? What kind of knife short of a lightsaber is going to perform this operation? A lightsaber? And there was no operation! She was always a girl! Stop it! But how could, how could Hagrid not know that? I mean, now think about this. I think that's a little bit disturbing, though. I mean, he, you know... You know, Jack Hanna from Animal Kingdom needs to go talk to him. I'm just saying. You know, well, Hagrid they, only knew it when it was a little thing, you yeah. know? They don't wear that stuff on the outside, apparently. <laughs> but no, I, I take that back because it was able to fly away, <laughs> etc. It was big. They don't one. wear that stuff on the outside. Well, I mean, aren't they like kittens? You just have to check. I mean, come on. I would think that Hagrid would know. And I just think, well, he's must be gonna, up I'm in the cabin to. too long to not know that. Well, Hagrid well, hasn't. Let's be fair. Hagrid hasn't had that much interaction with dragons. I want to. I want to see you lift lift the dragon upside down. Why am I arguing this? Okay. <laughs> I don't think it would. It's like a crab. You ever see the upside down of a crab? Yeah. One of the they have little lines on their bellies, yeah. and if the line goes straight, if the Why line goes straight up like crabs? a Washington monument, mm-hmm. it's a male. And if it if it there's a like a like it looks like the Capitol Museum, the Capitol. Uh, how how, did, you, how did you know about crabs before you know pre-American crab days? At my house. 
Yeah. Oh. My uncle comes from a fishing village in Italy. He told us about it. See? Can't so there. Don't get there me started on shellfish. Seafood is wonderful. Crab is wonderful shellfish. food, by the way. It's delicious. Uh, I, I knew know. we should have skipped okay. this, Crimson. Can we go oh. back to the topic? Okay. Hand, okay. So now we're... <clears throat> All of a sudden, yeah. and then here's another thing, the mysterious weasel and the voice appears. I did not know that we had talking Patronuses. I'm still flipped out by this. This The, the you know, Patronuses actually, are, you know, like message. This is sort of related, but you know how, the, you know, they use Patronuses to communicate. I was listening to chapter whatever it was previously, yeah. again, with um, what's his face? Delius mm-hmm. Diggle and uh, Hazita Jones or whatever her name is. Yeah, and at some point, a voice comes out of Delius Diggle's pocket, his pocket watch, and I don't think it's totally clear if it was just like an enchanted watch, because like a voice said something like, hurry up, we're on our way, or something like that, or come on, get a move on. So it's like, can can they, do they have other means of communication? It, It seems such a weird... With with the MySpaces and the cell phones, it, it seems like the wizards have their communication technology way behind <clears> the ball. <throat> yeah, because there's no like incognito way to do that. You know, you can't send a private message via Patronus unless you can send like a really small Jiminy Cricket style one to go up to somebody's ear. <laughs> you imagine, like, I wonder if anyone deal. has a cricket as a Patronus. Would that be effective at all? <laughs> well, Rita. Oh, she is a beetle. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so, right. Arthur's Patronus warning says that the Minister of Magic is coming with him to the house. You know, I just have to yeah. laugh at the smallness of the wizarding world because this is the equivalent of the Prime Minister or the President of the United States walking with you into your backyard. It's just the, the small ruralness of the community always takes me aback, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, don't lest we forget, Arthur is not just some other, you know, wizarding family. He's in the ministry. He's, you know, close with Harry Potter. He's close with Dumbledore. It's just funny to yeah. me because he's, he's a, they've made a point of saying that he's not that respected. Sure. In the, you know, among, though, though his respect obviously increases over time. Mm-hmm. But he's always been held back because of his love of, of muggles. But yeah. Yes. Anyway, it's a Lupin and Tonks no. take hands and fly. Yeah. And this that actually surprised me. I was like, why, why are they asking? Why are they acting so strange? You know, but. I just it's just such a it's such a terrible climate that they have to it, it mirrors so many world climates so many wartime climates mm-hmm. they just have to run because Alberta. they're not it is because they're not of the accepted <clears throat> yeah <laughs> so okay here comes Scrimger and, and you main main mangy lion man okay and he kind of limps in yeah. here we go we don't know why he's been wounded or he limps but he's nonetheless he limps in and then he sees the giant snitch cake which is awesome <laughs> and he's so yeah that's how do great. you set it down though i mean where where's the bottom to a snitch cake there isn't that's the point but it just floats how do you where maybe do you maybe it, it flies itself that's you don't cut it you just wave your wand and it slices itself up yeah should call back duff and <laughs> ask him how to make a snitch cake Call, call that should make a snitch cake. That'd be yeah, amazing. Yeah, it could hang from a string <sighs> yeah, or something. You would make would there's a, yeah, there's just an issue of gravity totally. with a snitch cake that might be cumbersome. Yes, but so okay, so he makes this dramatic announcement. I want to speak to you and Mr. Ronald Weasley and Hermione yeah. Granger. 
And he tries to get them. He tries to get them apart. He tries to send the other two out of the room. And Harry's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. We are together. Sorry, Mister. I was very shocked at the gall Harry had to talk to the minister that way. Harry is a BA. I know. Like, where did that come yes, from? Yes, it's great. I love it. I love when Harry I, gets like that. I do too. I do too. Does he not realize how much this dude could mess with him if he wanted to? Yeah, but this dude doesn't want to be the one who messed with Harry Potter. He's really he's really very concerned about his public image, and if he did something to him, that could be proved. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He That knowledge is Harry's his power, you know? I mean, he has that, because he knew in Happily Prince, the end of Happily Prince, your scrims are trying to suck up to him all we need you. And I mean, so his his position has been revealed, so Harry knows yeah. this all along. I mean, he's not completely stupid. And how much so would you like Harry if he was Mr. Calm and Polite when, when Rufus came by? You know, well, no, not totally uh, common polite. Yeah. Certainly not. No way. I just, I'm sorry. I just have to laugh because he says that he was given the Dumb- the the Godric Gryffindor sword, and 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 Rufus is all well. Maybe Dumbledore thought that 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 the 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 heir of Gryffindor item would defeat the heir of Slytherin, and Harry goes, "Oh, right. Has anybody tried sticking a sword in Voldemort?" Like his, his humor. Yeah, it's a great line. His humor. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go stick a sword in him. See if it works. Like it's just. It's, yeah. I love her. Okay. Uh. So it Dumbledore's will. Funny. There's some in, one yeah. interesting thing that I got this yeah. time, not the first time around, but it didn't prove to mean anything unless I missed something. But the description when Dumbledore reads the part in the will about the put out or deluminator machine is mm-hmm. it's specifically worded that I give you this deluminator thingy um, in hopes that you think of me when you use it. Now, what do we know about how that thing works and how it finds somebody? Well, we don't find that out until later, though. We don't find I it mean, out until later, but I'm just saying, would you know? I, I take that. Take that it brings you to them. You do have to think of them, but I think you also need to have them think of you. Yeah, you right. No, they, because they, it was they had when, to say him. They had to say Ron's yeah. name to to have it show up. But then, but you're right, John. The wording in hopes that you will think of me, remember the thought me. of who he had right, to get right. to, remember yeah. me. The thought and, th- and thoughts. You know, he thought that he that of who he had to get to, and he did. Yeah, you know, it's it's very provocative. I th- I think so too, and that's very emotional, actually. I mean, you get you know, it's the power that image of the remembrance and the and the thought, yeah. the focus on that in, of a person. It's the emotional connection. It's not. It's not the controlling of a power. It's not c- controlling the magic, but it's the emotion mm-hmm. of the memory of that person. I yeah, because. Like, otherwise, I mean, Ron could be thinking of, like, anybody at any particular time, and right. just one person says Ron in conversation. Right. Well, what have been you Dumbledore end up at Lavender's Ron's... house. What's that, Melly? What have been, what have been Dumbledore? Well, it, well it, it knew what Ron wanted, and so as soon as they said Ron, it, yeah. it right. knew that he wanted, that they wanted. Because, because what if, what if something crazy had gone wrong and Ron was evil? What if something completely lunatic had gone on and for sure ron was not a person who 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 they wanted to find them so it needed to establish that they wanted him there too yeah you know the the thing i love about this and i hate to to bring this up but there and it's one of my favorite things from the lord of the rings it's the the gladrill's light you can find light when all when all hope is lost and here's yeah. this, this power. This is what this, this this thing is. When in your darkest moments, the people that you love the most can provide you light. And I still think this is a it was a really cool thing, Joe. I just I, yeah. when I read I'm instantly that because I'm 
I thought of that instantly when I was reading that again. I was like, oh, man, such a, it's really pretty poignant. I just thought it was beautiful. All right. Sorry. Yeah. And I, it's a Dumbledore's own design. Yes. It. Yes. It's unique. Which is so cool. We, he likes gadgets. I love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 He tinkers around. He came up with them. He has techno joy. He also, I mean, can we think of now why he was he was using it then in the beginning of book one? Was he trying to find the Dursleys? He was showing off. What? Showing off his gear. Well, maybe that was the first time we, he made it. We don't know. I mean, showing off to who? Because uh, I always wondered why he needed McGonagall. that. Because ser- ser- seriously, he has a wand. He yeah. could shut the lights off in the yeah. street that way. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So, so maybe maybe it had something to do with the uh, enchantments on the things. Maybe like you know that whole. Th- I don't know. Who knows? It was Joe being clever? You know. Yeah. It was a good way to introduce is it, this and we didn't f- really know. I mean, forgive me, but is this the first magic we've seen in the whole book? Yes. Well, it's kind of neat that it's not just another spell. Yeah. Well, you'd think to introduce mag- magic, the easiest thing to use would, would be a wand. Sure, but this is not your everyday magical story. Yeah. But that, see, she's so genius, Joe Rowling. Love you. Yeah. You set it up that way. That's just brilliant. And, you, and and it's not till the very end we can reflect back on these just to see how really amazing it is. Oh, no. all right. Do you think Joe thought ahead as far as I'm going to use a putter outer again? Yeah, I do. In I book think seven. Yeah, because I mean that was a plot point in, in getting Ron and everything. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. But I mean, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't think any less of her if she just decided I'd really love to make some things full circle. Let me pick up book one and be like, oh, the the putter outer. Maybe we can use it for this. It opens at the close, John, and that's why I think she she knows some snitchy. The, you know, it, maybe the put outer. You know that whole discussion about how Harry found, how Dumbledore found the Potters? Yeah. Mm. Maybe it was the put-outer. Oh, maybe so? so. Maybe so. Maybe it defies, no. I don't know. Let's but not Joe said in our interview again. that it was because, you know, Dumbledore oh, would have had enchantments out. there and things. Well, maybe that's that one of the things. Been. We don't know. We can ask maybe her. Maybe that was one that's of the worth pursuing. Well, no, she, well, I mean, she gave a long answer to it, you know? No, yeah, that's true. Okay, let's, yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah. Okay, well, so Hermione, Hermione. Yes. Sorry, sorry, so what were you going to say? No, I wanted to ask you because you brought up a very good thing, and the next thing that was bothering me, Hermione Jean Granger. Yeah. Now, in an interview long ago, she called her Hermione Jane Granger. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. Scandal! But not in the books. So if we're only considering the books as canon, then that makes sense. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But also, the, the it shares a middle name with Dolores Jane Umbridge, and also, she might have been giving a nod to her daughter, Mackenzie Jean Rowling Murray. Yes. So, Aww. and it's a special place in my heart. It's my grandmother's name. So, yeah. So, everybody like freaked out. It's Jane. It's Jane. It's Hermione Jane. Granger. I mean, she I had to put the book books. down. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. <laughs> I had to stop reading for a few hours and you did not. Cooled, cool down. <laughs> well, people, I mean, I'm serious. Like, I'm dead serious. People were really. She doesn't know her own books. She, you know, come on, yeah. people. What is? What do you think she does? Shoot the whole movie and then you know not watch it. <laughs> Walk out the theater. She's allowed drink, to drink change tea? her mind. She's allowed to change her mind. It wasn't in the books. It was in an interview. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's very. I true. mean, she could up and decide. You know. You know, I actually I want to call him Mark Dollish instead. I changed my mind in that in that question. She may listen to last week's podcast and decide to do just that. No, <laughs> Dolish, you know he's never mind. 
<laughs> okay. So anyway, she gets what? Tales of Beetle the Bard. Ooh. Ooh. Just suddenly, <laughs> but suddenly more Ooh. fun. Ooh. Like we're on the QVC. Ooh. Ooh. Beetle the Bard, which will be turned into uh, WB Kids. Uh, Sunday morning, Saturday morning cartoon series. Probably. All 30 Beetle the Bard stories. I would love to see. You know, I wish she, I would see. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, she I thought sh- there would be like 30 and then she realized she was going to have to write them out and she said, well, you know, just five. Wasn't that great when she said, I just was, I still, every now and then I'll go back to Amazon. They're still up for people who think they've disappeared. Yeah. They're still up there. You can go back there and you yeah. kind of think, oh, I would love to read every one of these. Hell, if I paid that much for that, I wouldn't take it down anytime soon no, either. No, sir, I would not either. Could you imagine like all the things that we have like on our website? Like if there was something we paid four million dollars for or something, <laughs> it would be plastered on everything. Everything. I can't even imagine having four million dollars, let alone spending it. But okay. Yeah. This is true. Well, it's it's space bucks. When you imagine it like that, it's like four million space bucks. Yeah. What would you do with four million space bucks? Would you buy Beetle the Bard? Federation credits. You know, Federation. so about this book, it was the title was written in runes. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. That it's old and antique and it's not written in, like, English. Well, and it was handy, too, for Hermione to be like, should I bring a book about the runes? Do you think we're going to have to read about any runes? And she's packing up her books. And lo and behold, reasons to have her rune book. Yes. So, Harry then gets his gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which is the snitch. And Harry's like, oh, great. <laughs> it's a snitch. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen one of those. I was just shocked to learn about how the snitch, I guess this is just me not reading Quitch throughout the ages a hundred times, but that like they had to use a new snitch all the darn time. Like that little lesson that Oliver gives Harry with the snitch, just like, oh, way to go. You just ruined a snitch, Oliver. You can't touch the darn thing. I don't remember him wearing gloves. Maybe he had Quidditch gloves on. Yeah. Or maybe it was one that had already been, ca- already been caught and you could, you know, it's a practice snitch. That, would, the snitch, snitch. would the snitch realize it's already been played with and, like, not allow you to do it anymore? Is there, so. like, a snitch retirement home that they all go and hang no. out and just be like... Remember, remember that that Harry had the snitch in the common room in book six and it was just kind of floating around him? Yeah. yeah and around, James, playing, James James played with one all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. So like the snitch, the snitch is like your mask, like your little house self. Anyway, they have these three items, and anybody would think that they're just three mementos. But if you've seen an adventure movie, you know that they're gonna fit in some combination, or you can stick them in a wall, or you can turn them to the left, or you can twist them on the side, and something's yep. gonna happen, and the and the plot blows open. Yeah. And what happens? And then Schmingle's gonna take it and then eat all of them and blame it on Hermione. But I just thought it was really, really interesting. And then, lo and behold, there comes the sword of Gryffindor. Woohoo! Yeah, and Scrimgeour's like, no, 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 it's an artifact. We don't know that it was Dumbledore. You can't have it. Blah, blah, mm. blah, 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 Which is just funny. So, but Dumbledore was way ahead of him. Chess master. Mm-hmm. It was fake. Little did we know. So, but I wondered we- when that sword would make its appearance. You know, I mean, you just knew it had to be important somewhere along the way. Yeah. And yeah. there it was. And, it was and, like, and then Scrimgeour gets annoyed at Harry and pulls his wand <gasps> on Harry in the middle of the Weasley household. It's like, yeah. What are you, you know, doing, Harry's like, oh no 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 no, uh uh-uh. uh. But he like you know? he like he like burned him, you know. He like cinched yeah, he, him. He cinched him. Uh, now see, here's what I'm a little annoyed about, though. Back to the sword. Ah, what did Dumbledore? How did he? What <laughs> to think that you could just know how to use an instrument like that, a weapon like that, without any kind of training? That's how that's a serious that's a serious thing. I know he's used it before, but it's like that's still a little. It's like wow. 
I, I want to see any of us pick up a sword and be able to use it in a serious way against something well, dangerous. Harry killed a gigantic snake that could kill you by looking at it. Well, lucky. So I think he's confident. And that was six years ago. So I think he's confident in his abilities. <laughs> Pretty much. Lucky shot. Or five years ago. But still, you know. But it, and it wasn't even, it's not supposed to be used to kill. It's used to kill Horcruxes, which is a to- totally different. I just you know. would have enjoyed seeing some training scenes with like Kingsley or Dollish in there teaching the final yeah. points of Dol- sword. I imagine. He, uh, how do we know that Dollish oh, was please. a Gryffindor? Everything ends in Dollish. You know? He doesn't have to be Gryffindor. He just needs to be. Uh, well, he can't wield the a sword. sword if he's not a, he's not a Gryffindor, dude. He's not the only sword in the world. Oh, you meant like have uh, practice swords? Yes. You know, like duels on the Hogwarts ground with the swords. So he could be like Captain Jack Sparrow is what you're getting at, that he could be going around training his... I guess, yeah, something like that, Captain I suppose. Jack. Yeah, I, I guess. concept. I could see that, you know. Maybe so. Distill sp- everything cool in the world down on one character and you've got dollars. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I but- mean... <laughs> is it true? I don't know. I, figured, I, th- I reckon by now I could figure out what to do with the sword, even if I didn't have formal, you know, sword lessons. I would use it to open up letters. You know, they have those available from the Noble Collection, I know, collection, they're by the cool. Way. They're little things. Yeah. Just by the way. They're when little they're... Swords of Gryffindor to open up letters? Yeah, yeah they are. When it's really pretty cool. When killing people with it. Yeah, it has like a little lion holder. It stands on a, it's a little lion, and it holds yeah. a little sword holder. It's really cool. I thought. <laughs> it's in our shop. There anyway, <laughs> we have a couple pages left in this chapter, so let's yeah. just get through them. Okay. Um, Harry, Harry, you know, remembers that the snitch is from his Quidditch match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, ah, ha, ha, I got one up over on the minister. Ha, ha, check it out. And he and he kisses the snitch. He, he munches on the snitch and nothing happens. Yeah. Uh-oh. But the writing appears. Anyway, so Harry, Harry kisses the snitch and writing comes up and it says, one snitch to rule them all. Yes, thank you, Moss. Yes. I was just going to I was going to be like, oh, I can't say it because I get accused of being the Lord of the Rings freak all the time. Just like in the Lord of the Rings, he flung the ring in the fire and there comes the, the words. There was one ring. Oh, I guess once. that means that Harry has very hot lips. I think so. Hot wah, lips. Wah, we call wah. him Hot Lips Potter. Okay. One ring. And they vanished again and they are all confused. They go over their stuff, blah, blah, blah. And Dumbledore, Harry thinks of Dumbledore like, look, you know, couldn't you have left me like a treasure map or something? Like a... A piece of paper with a big X on it to show me what to do next. Yeah. Oh. End scene. And end (laughs) segment. 27 minutes. Awesome, though. Oh, geez. Oh, my God. Let's get out of here. Welcome to Scribby 5, the five-minute podcast of the Leaky Cauldron's premier essay project, Scribulus. I am Linda, known as Mosaic on the forums, and joining me today we have Aaron, or Calpheus, on the forums. Hello, everyone. Beth, or Looney Lovegood, on the forums. Hey, guys. And Laura, or Music Cows. Hello. As I understand it, Beth, um, Laura and Aaron have something important that they want to tell us today. I don't know. What is it, ladies? Oh, it's just terrible. Oh, the humanity of it. Oh, girls, what's wrong? You've got to calm down. Just when I thought it was safe to leave my house again, we hear this horrible news. I know, Laura, it's awful. I thought Harry had defeated him, but no. Voldemort is still alive. Voldemort is still alive. (laughs) What? (laughs) Don't be silly. Harry Potter defeated Voldemort with the Elder Wand. Stop being ridiculous. We're all safe. Oh, no, we're not. Voldemort is still alive and is still plotting against muggles and muggleborns right in front of our very noses. What on earth are you guys talking about? Voldemort is Michael Jackson. 
<laughs> Michael Jackson? Oh, okay, you guys really had us going there for a minute. I, I almost thought you guys were serious. <laughs> we are serious. There's a ton of evidence. <laughs> exactly right. Read it for yourself in the essay Voldemort, the King of Pop, written by Godric Smile and Witherwings in issue 15 of Scribulus. You have got to be kidding me. Just hear us out. There's no other explanation. Michael Jackson is Lord Voldemort, as the authors write. In Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, readers are shown an obvious clue that the pop star and the evil wizard are one and the same when Voldemort's army of dead bodies or inferi are described. Many more inferi we're already climbing onto the rock, their bony hands clawing at its slippery surface, their blank, frosted eyes upon him, trailing waterlogged rags, sunken faces leering. Haven't you guys seen MJ's thriller video? There's no mere coincidence that those corpses are all dancing with Michael. He's controlling them. Uh, Laura, I don't think you understand. Oh, and what about their looks? The authors point out... That Tom Riddle used to be very handsome, but then his features were gradually transformed into a thin, pallid, mask-like face. You know it's true. Just like Michael Jackson. Oh, dear. Um, Aaron, Laura, I think you're kind of missing the point here. <laughs> no, no. Aaron, you can't forget their voices. Both Voldemort and MJ have strangely high-pitched voices for men. True. You guys can't tell me you honestly believe this essay. Linda, are you listening? The evidence is clear. <sighs> Maybe we need to talk about the lyrics, <laughs> Aaron. Those are incontrovertible. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Don't sing. Please don't sing. <laughs> His album titles alone are pretty convincing, so I won't have to sing. Who but Lord Voldemort would name his albums Bad, Dangerous, and invincible. Exactly, Aaron. He's bad. He's bad. He knows it. He's bad. <laughs> Sounds like a confession. And what about Smooth Criminal? Oh, that's the worst one yet. In fact, I can't stand the lyrics. They make me crazy now. Here they go. As he came into the window, it was the sound of a crescendo. He came into her apartment. He left the bloodstains on the carpet. She ran underneath the table. He could see she was unable. So she ran into the bedroom. She was struck down. It was her doom. And it sounds to me a lot like Lily's murder, doesn't it? The nerve talking about the Potter's death in a pop song. Ugh, I know. And what's worse is that he may be recruiting through his music. No. Yes. In that seemingly innocent 80s hit, We Are the World, Jackamort sings, There comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. There are people dying, oh, and it's time to lend a hand. I mean, really, time to lend a hand to people dying? He might as well say, come be a Death Eater, it's great fun. <laughs> I think it's clear. All this time, Voldemort has been right in the spotlight doing his evil deeds. <laughs> Are you two done? You, you, you don't sound convinced for some reason, Beth. She's not, and neither am I. Listen, Laura, Aaron, I hate to break this to you, but this was a spoof essay. It wasn't meant to be taken seriously. Disclaimer, we here at Scribulus don't really think that Michael Jackson is Voldemort. We don't? Oh. No, we don't. 
Well, that's good, I suppose. Although I thought it certainly explained a few things about Michael Jackson, that's for sure. <laughs> that is true. Um, I'm sorry you guys got all worked up about this, but I'm really glad you decided to talk about this essay today. I am so relieved now. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it just so happens that this essay is one of our most famous spoof essays, but we are in need of more. Our annual April Fool's issue is coming up, so whether or not you have a pretty good idea of what the 12 failsafe ways to charm witches are, or maybe you have evidence about Crumblehorn Snorkax that would make the front page of the Quibbler, either way, we want to see your versions of magical literature. Just remember to submit your hilarious, silly, zany essay even if it's about Michael Jackson, by March 1st, so that we can get it in our April issue. All right, that's all we have time for today, guys. Remember, for this great essay and many others, visit www.scribulous.com, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. That's the end. Oh, the Potter cast. I keep I, as we know it. The Potter, the the Ace of Cakes Potter one keeps coming on Bravo or whatever channel and and um, Food Channel. The Food Channel. Right, the Food Channel. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, Bravo is Project Runway. Okay. Runway. I watch Project Runway because it's great. Yeah. And um, it keeps coming on, and I, I I just keep thinking of God. We've mentioned Duff so many times in this show, but that guy is awesome. He has to come to LeakyCon. Completely. We're going to be talking the hell out of LeakyCon for years here. Yeah. Um, so get ready. <laughs> <laughs> the girls will be on soon. Our LeakyCon girls will be on to talk about Excellent. it. We don't know Thank when. You. They don't know when either. They just got told right now that they're going to be on soon. Like, oh, um, and so, yeah, lots of... Oh, God, it's going to be so great. I'm so excited. Um, have you heard the Leaky God, song? Everyone quiet. needs to, like... I think we should have, like, a group sing-along for the Leaky song. I think we've been putting at the end of the show, haven't I know, we? But I yeah, I think, think more people are aware of it now. Yeah. It's at the bottom of every of every page. It's at the bottom of every um of every leaky page. Mm-hmm. So if you're on leaky any anywhere, go hit at the bottom there's a flash player, you just press play. You can listen to Brad, who is the the, the younger Malfoy of Draco and the Malfoys. He he made us just out of nowhere one day a leaky song and it's pretty great. Uh, it's also at the end of the show. I so. hope he can come to Leaky Con. Even though he's gonna he, he better. Even though he's gonna what? Well, he's supposed to be my like my like counter. You know, a terminus. I'm back on terminus still because he's had a boo boo house. Mm-hmm. Even though there's boo boo. I call him boo boo. I know. I know. I'm supposed to be nice, but they're boo boo house. Boo boo. You know, we we're registered now, and I don't know what house I'm in yet. What? Oh yeah, me too. You better be in my house. I bet the, well, I have a feeling. I have there's there's a secret there's a secret code to this. Apparently, apparently the people in the south have been getting assigned to your house, Sue, and apparently the people in the north have been getting assigned to Brew Brew House. So I think I'm going to end up in Bradley's house, Brian's house rather. Oh, Bradley, we, we got we got Draco's mess, messed up. Bradley is is the one who sings the leaky song. Brian is the one who's going to be the head of the house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. No, no, no. It's cool. Oh, but yes, totally. So that means John Noe could possibly be in my house. It's an outrage. Nothing to do with the sorting before people it's ask me. It's happened before. I have nothing to do with it, but oh, if you're from the South, John, you should be in my house. Oh, my God. Mm. That'll be hysterical. <laughs> There's trouble now. And then as head of house, you should make him, like, do the menial chores. There's you know? no sh- assigning of chores. I oh, think well, so. Head of house. I'm she head of do house. what she wants. She can ground me or something. <laughs> like any good that will do. Well, like, like you're going to hear me argue with you punishing John Noe, yeah. okay? 
I don't have to listen. I'm gonna, you know what? I would house. do. I would make you walk around with this sign, like those little men, like punched, like in the old, like 30s, big old sign oh, nice. says, "I support House Elv rights." <laughs> I there love it. Go. I want one of those sandwich signs, yes, you know, that's with a it. bell. That's it. <laughs> I, want, I love I want a poster. Jeez. I want a poster of a house self flexing its muscle with a little bandana that says, that says we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. I just have this image of like they're like Richard Simmons or something. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You don't remember that, that famous poster of the women's lib? Um, women's lib. You know, oh, yeah. Like yeah, Rosie DeRiffin or the, somebody like that? Yeah. 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 yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> never mind. <Her. laughs> That would be an awesome picture. Obscure though, advertising with Powdercast. Okay. I would, I would love that fan art, please. <laughs> I seriously want your your transformer. I'm still stuck on the transformer giant Stay Puft marshmallow yes. house elf. I love that form of giant elf. <laughs> it's like it's like like on on like Power Rangers, right? Didn't they do that? Like, yeah. Oh, like well, you know, you turn into the Megazord. <laughs> Like the head, like the, the head of Dobby, and the and the bottles of Winky. They could use those like Winky's butterbeer yeah. bottles as like weapons. Just fling it, It'd be awesome. Yes, they all <laughs> like a cannon. <laughs> I want to watch Power Rangers now. That was such a classic that show. Was. You go do that. Have fun. Mastodon, <laughs> Sabretooth Tiger. People at home are like, "What do you guys do?" We watch television. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, they've hung up by now. They've stopped listening by now. <laughs> oh, the end. Oh, come on. I, I oh, come on. If these Rangers. people are honest, they know. They watch these kind of shows, too. Come on. I did. I loved Power Rangers. Rock. Rock. I love oh. me some Power Rangers. Okay, anyway. Okay. Lots of fun stuff coming. Yeah. Girls from the Geekon will be on. We also are going to have some news soon dum, 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 about the Pottercast acting troupe. Everybody just thinks that I'm blowing smoke about this whole thing. We talked about it since, like, October or something. Well, what did I tell you? That it was going to be six months before anything happened. All good things come with a little bit of a wait. Just let me Had an excellent talk this. with our, um, what are we calling her? Some sort of uh, producer. Our, our squiller. Our, our scribe. Well, she's a quiller. A quiller lady. Her name is Meg. Otherwise known as Arabella. Yes. And she rocks, and she's very excited to lead the script writing for this project. And uh, lots of more details coming, including how to audition, because we already worked out those details. But I don't want to give it away until we get her on the show. But um, I will give you all the clue. The auditions will come from your favorite passages for your favorite character that you'd like to act straight out of the books and we'll have you be sending those and actually I just gave away most of the audition process didn't I yeah. but uh, start start practicing those lines and we'll tell you what to do with it next week Ooh, very cool next week awesome woohoo Woot. Can, can I be something can I you know we all reserve the right to be small characters from week to week uh, I just decided so you know if there's ever like you know character r- random person number three that has to give a line at like a, at like the flourish and blast or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll jump in for that right away, of course. So, are you going to allow anybody else to be dollish? Hell's no. <laughs> Though you know, it, it the story may go in that direction because the audience is allowed to influence the story via yep. poll on podcast.com at the end of every segment. Oh, cool. So if you know, it's like you know, Harry just got or not Harry, Elvis Severus just got big news about. Um, you know, Scorpio wants to duel him near the trophy case or whatever. 
and um, it's like, should Harry go to the trophy room to duel Scorpius, or no, Harry, no, Albus, it's a trap, or should Albus go and seek Dalish for uh, advice and uh, dueling tips? One of three options. Everybody needs to choose one at podcast.com for that week. And, uh, you know, I mean, hopefully it's not all about Dalish, but uh, at least... It's not all going to be about Dalish, let's be clear. <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of talk. I uh-huh. bet. <laughs> I think that Dalish is definitely key in the second generation um, of the uh, the Potter world, certainly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Can we, like, leave yeah. now? Okay. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. We're wasting time. Goodbye. See you next week. Keep twiddling them dials. The next password will be Squidward. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good, Good night. night. We've missed it. W3. I confess myself disappointed. Now. If you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> this week's Pottercast was produced by the Pottercast Trio and Steve Bonnet. Thanks to our Scooby 5 team, Aaron and Nina, and thanks, as always, to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and all our other episodes on Pottercast.com. For more information about the show and how to contact us and be a part of future episodes, visit Pottercast.com. The next password will be house elves. So <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> Here, and it's not going to be... That's, that's okay. a good Melissa voice. Okay. 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 No, 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 no. The next password will be... No, 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 no. <laughs> What are you doing to me here? <laughs> I'm trying to do a Melissa. So sad. Ew, there's nothing to kill your